not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Hey, hey. Welcome to TMZ Sports, where the triumvirate has reassembled Mojo Mutati, Lucas Whitman, and Edward Lewis. And we are kicking off today's show to talk about Spence and Crawford. Finally, this welterweight unification title fight goes down just tomorrow in Vegas where somebody's O has finally got to go. Lucas, give us the scoop, brother. Man, I am pumped. That was a great intro, Mojo, but we've been waiting for this fight for so long and it's finally here. We're we're all excited over here at TMZ Sports. We even got boots on the ground in Las Vegas. It is the center of the boxing universe and we have been talking to the biggest names in the sport. You name them, we've talked to them. Mike Tyson, Sean Porter, who actually fought both Errol and Crawford, Jermel Charlo, Adrian Broner and Antonio Tarver. We talked to them about this big matchup and they can not be more stoked and they gave us uh, their opinions on who was going to have their hand raised at the end of the fight. This is a real super fight for the ages, bro. First four belt undisputed champion in all of boxing. Right. That speaks volumes. You know what I mean? Winner take everything. Right. Pound for pound list, face of boxing. You know I'm with Earl, man. You know, but I ain't making a big deal about it because I got a lot of love for Terrence too. Absolutely. And uh, 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 but 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 you know um, I'm with Earl though. I gotta ask you, man. You've been hit by both of these guys. Okay. Yeah. Be real, like you know. Which one? Who, who packs the bigger punch? You know. You don't feel it till the next day. <laughs> now, I was icing for several days after both fights. Listen, the fight won't go the distance. It won't? Someone's getting knocked out. Someone's getting knocked out. You putting any bands down on, on, on your Absolutely. voice, Spence? Absolutely. What, what are we Absolutely. talking here? What are we talking? A, a solid 25,000. <laughs> That's my guy. I really don't like to go on too, too crazy to bend and stuff. But That's a modest bet. 25,000 and, and, and have fun. That's funny because Edward also bet $25,000 on this fight. <laughs> right. But before we get into who Edward is taking in this fight, guys, we had to interrupt Michael Babcock on his vacation because this fight is that massive to see who he thinks is going to come out ahead. Let's hear what Babcock had to say. I really think that this is as close to a 50-50 fight as could possibly be. These guys are both in their prime. They both have different skill sets. Errol Spence is the bigger guy. Uh, he has more power naturally, but uh, Terrence Crawford, defensively, he is so fast. He is so smart. I say Bud, uh, Terrence Bud Crawford wins by decision. He leaves the undisputed welterweight champ. I actually uh, agree with everything that Babcock just said. Uh, however, I am not confident in my pick at all. My pick of Bud, that is. Uh, I, and I would definitely not be betting $25,000 on it. Uh, but I do. I do think Terrence Crawford probably wins. Uh, I, it's so even. I can't even tell you why. But I just think it goes the distance. It goes all, all, all the rounds. And eventually, uh, uh, Bud does win by decision. Now, honestly, with how it is so level I would imagine these two knocking each other out at the same time but you got to make a pick and I'm gonna go with Errol Spence I agree with Jermel Charlo I don't have the money to put on it with how confident I am in this but uh, I am definitely exciting with Errol Spence on this for sure all right well for my pick yesterday we talked at length about this and really broke this fight down analytically and I think Logically, the only pick that I can make 
It's for Spence. I'm taking Spence in this one, and I'm going to tell you exactly why this reason will make total sense to everybody watching. But Crawford's actually been in office in L.A. at TMZ, and he actually battled it out with Michael Babcock in a very heated ping pong game in which Crawford defeated Babcock, and I took that personally. I did. I took it very personally. I haven't let it go. And because of that, I'm taking my guy Spence because I'm just that salty and bitter of a human being. Moving right along, talking about my old boss, actually. Vince McMahon just recently underwent a massive spinal surgery. Edward, you got the scoop. What happened? Yeah, it happened just last week, and I don't think anybody really knew about it. Uh, for all anybody knew, Vince was in perfect health and doing well, but no, his back was apparently very messed up, and he needed, as you said, he needed spinal surgery, and we're told this was a major procedure. It was a four-plus hour surgery. Uh, uh, thankfully, he's now out of surgery, and he's recovering. Uh, it's unclear what this means for his future. Obviously, the last time we saw him in the ring taking a bump or doing anything physical was WrestleMania uh, 38 about a year ago, so his, his time in the ring has waned a bit but still we don't know what it means for him going forward but again a major surgery here this is this is a big deal you know this probably came as a shock to a lot of people obviously i haven't been at wwe for a little bit of time now but vince is not a person that ever shows signs of weakness or lets on pain i mean he is as tough as they come i mean even at his current age he would still never ask anyone in the wwe to do anything in a match at a pay-per-view that he wasn't willing to do himself. And obviously when you're the head honcho and you have that kind of mentality, you probably taken your share of licks over the years. And that's certainly something that Vince McMahon has done. I can tell you firsthand, I remember at WrestleMania in Tampa uh, during the pandemic, actually, when we brought Rob Gronkowski for a run there, Vince wanted him to dive off of this uh, second floor platform that we had. We had some concerns for Rob, seeing as he wasn't trained whatsoever in professional wrestling, but just to show us that it was no problem and it was an easy stunt, without any hesitation whatsoever, Vince took the stairs up to the second floor and just climbed over the railing and dove off onto a crash pad, a floor wow. below. In his upper 70s, it blew everybody's mind. No one was surprised, but it blew everyone's mind that he still had that kind of mentality. So that being said, can't say we're surprised either that he needed a uh, spinal surgery after all of this. And if I know Vince McMahon, it probably won't even lead to one day of rest or vacation. He'll probably be back at the chair calling and writing the show uh, on Raw or SmackDown tonight, actually, for SmackDown. And uh, oh, our prayers are with Vince. Hoping he's okay and uh, glad he got the surgery he needed. We just talked about one WWE legend. We're going to stick with the theme and talk about another one. Dwayne The Rock Johnson just broke down and brought a UFC fighter to tears. Lucas, give us the scoop. This is probably going to be the most emotional video that you see today. If you remember Temba Garimbo, uh, UFC fighter, he actually came out recently and said, look, I don't have much money. I think I was down to my last $7. And it was a very uh, emotional message that he was sending. 
and he talked about how The Rock was a big impact on his life because The Rock was in a similar situation when he was starting with his own career. So The Rock reached out and he said, look, I love your story. I'm here for you. I'm going to meet you one day. And that day came this week and it was an awesome moment. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing, you know. I, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's the life we live, man. mind here Temba is 32 years old uh, uh, and to, to be that age and to break down like that says volumes to what The Rock did for him. To be that genuinely happy it's something that you don't see very often. Now it's unclear what The Rock precisely did for Temba. There have been reports that he's helped him financially. There have been reports that potentially he purchased a home for him but any way you look at it he's done so much for Temba that for him to react this way it's clear that he has changed his life in ways that Temba never imagined. That's a good point and uh, we actually might need to check on Temba because he might have a concussion from how hard he slapped himself in the face when he saw their arm. Did you, did you hear how loud that was? That was crazy intense but uh, another note too we, we might need to give The Rock the winner of Stipe and John Jones for the UFC Heavyweight Championship because he is looking massive there next to Temba but Man, what a clip. Incredible to see. I, I am also very curious to see, to know what exactly Dwayne's done for Temba behind closed doors, but it doesn't change the fact that this was just an incredible act. We probably all know that Dwayne is one of the busiest people on the planet, one of the biggest stars face of this world has ever seen. So to take the time out of his schedule to, to travel in, to see Temba, to be able to talk with him, get to know him and hang out with him in person, man, that just says volumes of, uh, about his character. And yeah, really cool moment for us all to see. Uh, you can just see how much he means to him. Moving right along to talk about Shiloh Sanders, the son of coach Deion Sanders, who stuck by his dad and transferred from Jackson State to Boulder at Colorado to play for his dad. Perhaps a little uh, bling, a little a little transfer gift from his pops. Ed, you got the scoop here, right? Yeah, he's going to be starting his Buffs career with some bling around his neck and some new really, really cool bling, I should add. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, Shiloh Sanders is a cornerback, but he hits like a linebacker. If you've seen him play, he runs over people, and some have said it causes a lot of headaches for his opponents. Well, Shiloh has run with that nickname or that mantra, and when he hit up Saki Diamonds recently, to get some jewelry made, he wanted it to say headache. And here it is, you're looking at it right now. It's one of the coolest pieces we've seen on here. It's 28 carats of VVS diamonds, and it's unclear what Shiloh paid for it, but as a normal person, if you were looking to get this, it'd be around $30,000. So sick chain for a kid who's coming in and, and looking to make an impact at Colorado right away. Man, that is nice. But here's the thing, Saki diamonds uh, might need a little bit more work because uh, what should happen next is Dion needs to get a blinged out whistle so he can match on the sidelines and uh, you know be prime time as a coach. I would love that.
That that's a good one, Lucas. I think that would be par for the course. A blinged out whistle for a coach would be absolutely fantastic. I don't know. Maybe maybe this was a transfer gift uh, for Shiloh for sticking by his dad's side. Maybe it was just a gift because Shiloh earned a scholarship to college, so now Dion could take whatever funds he had been saving to pay for his school and naturally just buy him some bling with it instead. Either way, whatever the reason is. Uh, you love to see a dad gift a kid like uh, something like this. Believe it or not, jewelry items like this retain value. They probably actually increase in value too. So, you know, he's wearing some cash money around his neck. He could always pawn it, uh, you know, in the event of a rainy day. So solid investment, but also cool style choice as a gift from dad. Shiloh, I just be careful rocking that thing on campus, my man. Uh, some of the other kids might not might not like that too much. Coming up next on TMC Sports, we have obtained the frightening police cam footage of Aaron Hernandez's older brother DJ being arrested. Check it out next on TMC Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports with the triumvirate of Mojo Bukati, Lucas Whitman, and Edward Lewis. Fellas, a uh, very alarming police footage released on DJ Hernandez, the older brother of Aaron Hernandez. Ed, give us the scoop. Yeah, we broke this story earlier in the week that DJ was arrested on July 19th after he had allegedly been planning school shootings. Uh, you'll recall several people came forward and said they were concerned that DJ had been sending threatening text messages, that he was acting erratically, and that they were quite frankly concerned about his mental health. Well, cops showed up to a residence he was at on July 19th, like I said, and they said that w when they were trying to get him out, uh, he was kind of combative and non-responsive and, and had actually gave him some threats. Well, now we have the police video of it and it's just as terrifying as the police report uh, made it sound. Watch this. Yeah. Get on the ground. Get down on the ground. Get on the ground. Ten bristle, one in custody, seventeen R two taser deployment. No, tear what they're doing. No one listens. I don't do this. We're not, dude. I need your help. Wow. You know, it, this guy really needs some help. And we knew that before this video came out, but just watching it, it just really shows the impact of what's going on here. DJ's been through a lot. He certainly has, and we've.
covered him so many times for other different reasons, getting in trouble with the law. And with everything that happened with Aaron, you just got to hope that there can be a, a happy ending to this and that hopefully he can turn things around because right now he's at rock bottom and he needs some some kind of guidance. Yeah, rock bottom's probably the best way to say it. I mean, unfortunately, this man is unraveling. You know, this isn't his first or second or his third incident. These incidences are just continuing to pile up after another. And it really is getting scarier each and every time. And you gotta wonder what the end game here is. What what's gonna happen next if we keep going down? this path i mean just hearing his comments here during this video i i need help he's, he's just flat out saying he needs help in a very troubling circumstance it's, it's horrifying you you gotta wonder what kind of help that he needs and if he's actually going to be able to get it or if he's even going to be able to to receive that help to be able to take it in and listen uh to the help that's being given to him um You've heard him say, shoot me. I mean, my goodness, that's about as dark as it gets. And you just got to hope that something changes here, that these these arrests, these incidences just finally stop and he gets the help he needs and he actually listens to it. Guys, as for where this goes from here, he has a court hearing next week on the matter and we'll kind of figure out what goes from there. Uh, he will likely plead in some way and maybe there'll be a sentencing hearing down the road, but for now, uh, he's actually out of jail and out of custody. So we'll, we'll see where this all plays out, but it all starts next week at that hearing. UFC 291 tomorrow in Salt Lake City. I will be in attendance there in the flesh for the BMF title fight between Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje. We just heard from Jorge Masvidal, who was involved in the first BMF title fight where he defeated Nate Diaz. Guys, this is going to be a big one. We've already talked about it this week. So now that we've heard from the fighters themselves, I think it's time for us to make our fight picks. And just like we did for Spence and Crawford, let's interrupt Michael Babcock's vacation just one more time to get his picks for this fight. All right, now we're talking UFC. And again, I think that this one is about as close as a 50-50 MMA fight as you could possibly have. We know that Dustin and Justin fought a few years ago. It was one of Gaethje's very first fights in the UFC. He is a different fighter now, a guy with a different strategy. He is, he is more strategic going in there. He's not just winging bombs. It'll still be a great fight. But I think this time around in the rematch, Justin Gaethje beats Dustin Poirier with that BMF title. Got to agree with Babcock here. And my reasoning is a little different um, because Justin Gaethje came into the office one time and I had a cool little interaction with him where he uh, gave me a leg kick and it was just a little tap. But I felt that for about 15 minutes. So I feel like I have a personal uh, knowledge on how powerful he is. I mean, I like Dustin Poirier a lot too, but I'm going to go with Gaethje here. I was going to go Dustin Poirier, but now that I heard he beat up Lucas, I'm all in on Justin Gaethje. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. No, Justin Gaethje, I, I'm with these two. I, I, I think, like, like Babcock said mostly, uh, uh, the last time, he's a different fighter from the last time. I think everything changes now. I think he's got a strong chin. I think he's a better fighter. I think I, I'm going Gaethje. Although I do think it's very close, similar to the Spence and Crawford fight. Well, there you go, guys. I mean, 3-0 and for Gaethje. And since I am part of this TMZ Sports family, the Triumvirate family, and we all stick together no matter what, 
I'm going Poirier, bro. I'm flipping the script. <laughs> Got to be the other guy on the other side of the fence. I'm going to be there in person. So once Poirier wins, I'm going to try and run him down and have a conversation with him, uh, mostly just to demand an apology from, from you three for voting against him. But uh, I'm going Poirier all the way with my, my strategic analysis continuing with my fight picks today. Poirier all day. Enjoy the fights this weekend. We got Spence Crawford. We got Gaethje and Poirier for the BMF title. We're certainly going to have a fantastic weekend, but an even better Monday where it'll be the best show since today.